Today's Vad was dedicated La Hatzlaha for Nachi Shafer. Bezat Hashem and the Zechut of the Tzedakah and the Zechut of the Limud Torah. He should be Zochet at Slocha Rabba Bukhoma Sayadab Ben Bruchlis Ben Begashmis. Amen. Okay. So we're here in the series in preparation for Tisha B'Av. So. Nathan, you haven't been here for a few days, so we got to get you back into the sugya. So we're getting really close now, so I want to try to develop it better because we have big work to do. Tisha B'Av is called the Mo'ed. Just like we have Sukkot, Shavuot, these are all Mo'adim, Pesach, these are Mo'adim, times of becoming extremely close to Hashem. And those... We become very close to Hashem through happiness. Zman Simchoseinu, Ve'itach Sameach, right? Chagim Uzmanim L'Sosim, Birkas Mo'edecha, you become very close. Mo'ed means you become, you're like hit va'adut. You know this is called a va'ad, what we do here is a va'ad, why? Because we sit together, right? So Mo'ed means hit va'adut, you become together with Hashem. So in general, a person becomes close to Hashem through happiness happy occasions right but there's also another way of becoming close to Hashem and that's with Avelis that's why it says that Tisha B'Av is a Mo'ed it says it openly in the Pasuk and that's why Lahaloch you don't say Tachnun on Tisha B'Av because it's a Mo'ed but it's a Mo'ed that comes through Mourning, sadness, crying. And that's a sugi in itself. <clears throat> How feeling far or lost or forsaken, so to speak. How is that supposed to bring a person to closeness? That's a sugi in itself. If you want me to discuss it, I can give you a little bit of insight into it if you want to understand it. For example, a person, and none of you, Baruch Hashem, ever sat shiva, but, for example, I sat shiva for my brother and my sister, okay, and both situations were very tragic, they both died within their 40s, young people, <clears throat> there was Yetomim, Almana, Alman, the parents of the child grieving, right, so it's a very sad type of situation, correct? However, that sadness also brings a certain vitality. It gives you a certain chiyus. What is that? For example, you start to appreciate life in a whole different way. You want to go home at night and spend more time with your wife and kids because you realize the value of time. You realize the value of the relationships, Right? When you listen to the stories about the people who passed away and you see the great achievements and great accomplishments that human beings can do with their lives, even at a young age, inspires you. Gives you more of a reality check what life is all about, right? So there's a tremendous movement within the person that gives him vitality, gives him chius. He starts to feel alive more. You see, when a person goes through life, through the motions of life, and through the routine of life, 
and he forgets the purpose of life, he's not really living. Right? It says, Rishaim Behayehem Kiruim Metim. They're called dead. They have no vitality. They have excitement. They're jumping around. They may be doing things, but they're not considered alive. When a Jewish person especially is not in touch with the inner feelings of his nefesh, of his neshama, of his soul, he's not alive. So there's certain times in life that gives us a certain vitality, a feeling of chius, a feeling of being alive, being in touch with the inner true self, right? So a lot of times that comes through simcha, right? It says in the Pasuk, it's better to go to the house of the mourner than to go to the wedding or the bris or the bar mitzvah, to the beis hamishne, the beis hasimcha. Even though when you go there, it also gives you certain chius and vitality. You know, you see a new child born into the world, a new member of Klai Yisrael, it's a new hischadches, a lot of potential, right? It awakens feelings within a person. A bar mitzvah, a new boy is brought into the <clears throat> old Torah mitzvah, it becomes a chelik of the klal, of the tzibor. Marriage, right? Unbelievable. So that gives a person a certain chiyus, but Beis Avil also gives a person a chiyus, right? So it says, Tov lalechet Beis It's better to get inspiration and growth and vitality from mourning. But I'm just trying to show you that mourning and crying and being misabled could also develop a certain closeness. Develops a certain yearning, a certain realization that you're not where you're supposed to be and you want to get to someplace else, right? So that's why Tisha B'Av is a big avoid. It's a tremendous avoid. But the problem is that it's very far from us. It's very hard to relate. It's very hard to identify. And the whole mitzvah is just to be misabel. That's an emotion. It's a feeling. So it's difficult. So we want to try to, to enter that world a little bit, okay? So the first thing is we have to know a very important rule. You ready for important fundamental rules? Ah, Binyamin, you ready? This is a Yisaitis, okay? Although superficially speaking, the way we perceive things is <clears throat> that the Jewish people were at a high level. They did a sin. Because of the sin, they were punished. Like we say, That's what we say, right? So the sin, they have to be punished for the sin. And the gullus is the punishment, the destruction of Beis Amigdash is the punishment. And now we have to fix the damage that's been done. And if we fix it, what do we go back to? We go back to what we were before. Before we did the damage, right? That's how you understand it simply, right? You got what I'm saying? You were really on a good level. Then you made a chet, so you went down. And then you make a tikkun on the chet, so you get back to what you were before. But it's not really true, okay? There's a lot of depth in, there's a lot of chazal, there's a lot of oimik. Well, you'll trust me for now without all the sources, but that's not really how it works. Okay? 
The way you have to perceive the whole Golus Golus situation is as follows. Really what happens is the Jewish people are in the process of development. Okay? In the process of development. The world is in the process of development. Okay? So kind of try to look it in your eyes like a little kid starts off his life with a lot of potential, correct? And then he did live his life throughout his life with all Zavoyda, and then at the end he's a 90-year-old man who is a big tummy hacham, who is very holy, very close to Hashem, right? There was a big, there was 90 years of work to build that, yes? 90 years of work to create that thing. Through those 90 years of Avoida, there was a tremendous amount of nesioinus, difficulties, challenges. Those challenges, the purpose of those challenges were what? To help him grow. He had to go through periods of darkness to reach some form of light. And in those times of nesioinot, he's faced with tests and maybe even falls sometime along the way. And then from his fallings, he realizes his weaknesses. And from realizing his weaknesses, he learns how to make himself better, right? So his life and all the, what we call it, the galuyot of his life, the different exiles in his life, is what's actually built something much bigger. And if he wouldn't have had those exiles, he would have never been anything. Okay, you understand? That's the marshal. So that's the way it is for Klausel and the world. Meaning, the developed world. What's the developed world? The developed world is going to be after Mashiach. That's the developed world. That was the intention from the first place. When Adam Harishon was in Gan Eden, and he was in such a situation, that's what Mashiach is, and Mashiach is even bigger. Because Mashiach is Adam Harishon, if he wouldn't have sinned. He would have went higher. So that's Mashiach. Mashiach is going to be the situation which is the purpose of what Hashem wanted in the world. Okay? Now, it could have went one way. Adam Arishon could have developed the world right away. But because he sinned, the development of the world now takes place like this. Okay? So it's going from the beginning until now, the development of the world. That's what's happening. Got it? Now, which means that we're almost by this final state, which is called Mashiach. Mashiach is the final state. That's the development of the world. Where Klai Yisrael is going to be Shlemus. The world's going to be Shlemus. There's going to be no more Yetzara anymore. There's not going to be Chet. The world is going to reach perfection. Okay, you got it? Mashiach, Olamabo, etc., etc. All the different elevations... That was the purpose, but we have to earn it, right? So, for example, the Gemara says, Chazal say, the world is divided into six uh, six thousand years, two thousand apiece. Alpayu tohu, two thousand years called tohu. Alpayim Torah, two thousand years called Torah. The Alpayim Mashiach, which means. In the first 2,000 years, there was a certain growth process which is connected to what we call tohu, which I'm not going to go into right now. 
The second 2,000 years was a certain development called Alpine Torah, where the Jewish people reached to a certain level that they became a nation and they were worthy of accepting the Torah. Then you enter the world of Alpine Moshiach, which we're in right now, which means, in other words, Moshiach could not have come in the first two, 4,000. Can't. Cannot. Even if the Jewish people did all the mitzvahs in the Torah, they do everything that you're supposed to do, cannot. Why not? Because they're missing something in the development. That's it. That means you have to go into this third 2,000 years. That means you're growing, 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 growing until you get to the third 2,000 years. And in the third 2,000 years, that's when you can grow into Mashiach. So we're developing. You follow? This is a very deep concept. The Chazal Darshan, in the, in the beginning psukim of the Torah, right? So what does it say? Vehaaret hayeta tohu, tohu zebavel, bohu. Each one is a different thing. Vehoshech, right? Al pene tehom, choshech is Yavan. Al pene tehom is Edoim, right? Bohu is parasomodai. Each one in the pasuk is referring to a different galut. Veruach Elohim merachefet al pene hamayim is Mashiach. So basically, the Torah is telling you that in order to develop the world from Tohu, Vavo, Vachoshech, Alpenet, Tehom, to get to Ruach Elohim, Merachefer, Alpenet, Amayim, to get Mashiach, there's a process. Golos. That means Golos is very built into the fabric of creation. It's built into the fabric of creation. There's a medrash in the beginning of Eicha that says that the Jewish people are called Bat Golim. Bat Golim, the daughter of exilers, whatever I say it in plural. Okay? The, bo- the daughter of people that are in exile. And then the, Mishnah, the, the Medrash goes on to explain. Abraham was in exile. Yitzhak was in exile. Yaakov was in exile. And it's like a compliment. You are the daughter of those that were in exile. As if exile is like an important thing, you know? So the point is, Exile is very much part of the development process of Claudius Yisrael. It's part of it. Galu Mitzrayim, which is the root of all Galuyot. Okay, there's a lot to talk about that, but it's the root of all Galuyot. And if a person actually studies uh, Galus Mitzrayim and its Ka'ula, they will come to a realization that you can learn from there everything about Galus and Ka'ula. Okay? What is the Galut Mitzrayim called? Kur Habarzel. It's a refinery that developed Claudius Yisrael, right? What was produced from this Galus? Am Yisrael, Matan Torah. It was produced from it. Follow? So Galus is to produce. So it comes out, the fee what we're saying, is that Galus is actually part of the Geula process that means if you study all of history and you watch all the Galuyot, you'll see. After the Geula, they became bigger than they were before they went in. So if it was like the original Hanukkah that we had, is that before the Galus, they were perfect. Then they did a Chet, they fell down. And then they made a Tikkun, so then they should go back to what they were originally, right? But it's not true. Let's say, for example, in Purim, what happened? Kimu ve Kiblu, they became higher. 
they became higher than they were by Mantaira. So you see that the goal is produce something bigger. Bigger. That says by definition that Golus is a part of the production and the development of human being. That means the Golus is the Nisayin and the Geula is where through the Nisayin you grew and you produced something. You understand how it works? You ever learned Marcus, Henry? In the end of Marcus, it talks about how Rabbi Kiva was walking with his chaverim, and then they saw the fox coming out of the base Kodesh Kodoshim, right? So the friends of Rabbi Kiva were crying. And he was laughing. Okay, now this is a very deep thing. They were right and he was right. Each one was focused on a different part, different yesite of Gaulus. Which is the shmuz in itself, which I'll explain you everything if the time allows throughout the next couple of days. A lot of amkis. But what does it mean that Rabbi Kiva was happy when he saw the fox? It means that he saw the development. He saw in the Golas how the Golas itself was developing the Jewish people and producing the gold. That's what he saw. Through the fox. It's a whole thing. We spoke out to Archlaner about that in the previous Vat, but that's a whole, I'm not going into exactly what he saw, but I want to show you something from there. The fact that he saw in the Gullahs, he saw the Gullah already. He saw in the Gullahs the Gullah. So you see that the Gullahs is producing the Gullah. So how does it produce the Gullah? If it's, if the Gullahs is the Oynish, for the sin that you did, and you need to make a tikkun, it's not producing geula. In terms of you're going higher, bigger, becoming greater. And you need to go through this test to get to that. Do you understand? There was a guy once in this yeshiva, today, I won't say his name, but today is one of the chashiv avrechim in this kolel. But when he was younger, when he first came here, he was, uh, everything looked the other way. The exact other way. You understand? Going the other way. And his father was very, very worried about him, very upset. You understand? So I told him, I spoke to his father for a long time about this Indian, but I explained to him that all these Nisoyinists that he's going through, which it actually looks like he's going into the Memtesh Shari Tumor, you know, is actually what is part of what's producing this greatness that's going to come out at the end. You know? What's up, it's going to, it's part of what's producing and what's creating him at the end. So it's true when you focus on what he's going through now, it looks terrible. But you have to understand that the Mahalach HaChayim is that we have to go through a Kurabarzal to produce something. The person has to go through Nisoyinus to produce something. So even though Bishas Nisoyin, you're not doing your best, because you're struggling with the Nisoyin, but you're actually developing something internal, which is creating the greatness that comes out of you afterwards. So you have to be patient to go through the process of the Golas to get to the Geulah. Every person has their own personal goals. 
Okay? So for some people, their development process looks this way. And for some of them, it looks like tohu. For some of them, it looks like bohu. And some of them, it looks like choyshech. And some of them, it looks like alpinei tohoim. But everybody's going through something to produce something bigger. Okay? So that's in your personal goals. But collectively, Klal Yisrael is going through a certain development. And part of the development of Klal Yisrael needs what we call the Mahadura of the United States of America 2023. You understand what that means? Should I explain it? That means there's certain development that we need as a nation. And obviously that development that we need as a nation is divided amongst the people in the nation. Okay? So, let's say for example, how Bitu Torah and how Gilarayish because Dama Vaidazara and Sinaschinam looked like 2,000 years ago in the world that they lived, those tests that they had then in the world that they lived, look different than the United States of America 2023. But we're also faced with the same challenges of Bittl Torah and Tumor and Sinaschinam, right? But today it's woven into the fabric of our culture and society, right? With the technology that we have. But it's, it's, it was designed on purpose, not by accident. It was designed on purpose to develop a certain growth within us. So we have to go through the test of the United States of America, 2023, with the uh, technology, with the liberals running the world, with all these things, is designed on purpose to help us develop. It's designed on purpose. To help us develop. So that gives a person, if you learn the sugi properly, which we're going to go over the next couple of days, that kind of gives a person a endeavor in life. If he understands what life is. Not the chat is, I have to be a tzaddik and I have all these crazy things in the way. You follow? No. These crazy things were given to me to develop to become the person that I'm supposed to become, the bigger person that I'm supposed to become. That's the overview. Then we can go more tomorrow into the Pratim. But that's the overview. So this exactly the country the way it is, with the culture, with the technology, with who the president is. You think we're in charge of who's the president? It's a joke. It's all the Abishta. You understand? Exactly who's in power, exactly who's in the Supreme Court, Who's making the rules? Who's making the culture? Who's the billionaire? Billions of dollars that everybody wants to follow him. Who's Kaveya, the Das of the thinking of the generation. That was all picked by Hashem. For what? To tailor make an assign for the whole Klal Yisrael. And how it's going to manifest itself in your personal life. That's going to depend on your nature, your nurture, your family, your upbringing, where you live, all these kind of things. That's how it will come to you. But your protistic avoider is much bigger than you yourself. It's because you're helping towards the general avoider for the whole class. So this is a general overview to the avoider of Tishma. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to have to teach you. I don't know, day by day, we'll try to get clear exactly to understand that avoider understand how Avelis actually fixes the problem. Got to know how all these things work. 
can't go through life as a Amoritz Gomor, leading a aimless life, perusing through the world. You know what I'm saying? Can't do that. Okay, we'll stop here for today. Thank <laughs> you.